Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Getting Our Shit Together. I'm your host, Don, and it is wonderful to be with you today. I'm so glad that you tuned in. If you're new, welcome. I hope you go back and check out the first four episodes of this podcast. And if you've been with me since the beginning, love you. Thank you guys so much. I uh, I know that uh, the weather's starting to get a little dreary, although it is still warm here in Ohio. A little overcast, but still warm. But I know the weather's starting to get dreary, and for people who suffer with depression like myself, I know it starts to get a little hard around this time. But you know what? We're going to be here for each other, and we're going to talk through these things, and, and hopefully we can come to some type of agreement on, on how we're going to go about changing that. So... Today I want to talk about something that recently has hit me pretty hard. I, uh, like I just said, I struggle with with depression, and uh, this past week hasn't been the best week for me. But I want to talk about we as people who struggle with depression or self-esteem or self-confidence issues. I know that we go through our day-to-day lives and one day could be fantastic on top of the mountain, but the next day could be in the depths of the Marianas Trench. And what I do know about people like me is that we are not as selfish as it seems. Can you guys understand where I'm coming from? Does Do you feel that you're selfish? Do you feel that others feel that you're selfish? There's a question mark at the end of that sentence, obviously. Times I struggle with that, especially when I'm in the depths of my depression. But what I do know about me is that I give a lot of leeway to people. And I know I've told you in the past that that I struggle with empathy But I can tell you that in my life, everyone else comes first. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like everyone else is worth being forgiven? Everyone else is worth a second chance? Everyone else is worthy of being happy? But you can't seem to turn that mirror on yourself. That's me, brothers and sisters. That is me. To an absolute T. I can't seem to forgive myself. I can't seem to let it go. I can't seem to see myself as worthy. There's a saying, behind my smile is a hurting heart, behind my laugh I'm falling apart. Look closely at me and you will see, the person I am, it isn't really me. Is that you? It's me. 
How do we find it? Aren't you amazed at people who think highly of themselves? And I don't just mean people who are rude or something of that nature. Full of themselves. I'm just talking about people who don't seem to care what others think because they are who they are, take it or leave it. I'm in awe. I'm in awe of people like that. I'm the kind of guy who says, oh, no, 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 I'll be okay. And in my head I say, yeah, just not today or probably not tomorrow. Anyone heard that quote? How is it that we pull ourselves out of the doldrums? Is it something that we just have to live with? I wish I had the answer to that. Is it like an addiction? Someone has addiction to drugs or alcohol where they live with it for the rest of their lives. And one slip up could be the biggest mistake that they've ever made. It could cost them their lives. It could cost them their families. It could cost them their friends. Depression is like that a lot. Depression, for those of you who don't suffer from depression, depression is like being in a room full of people, but being wrapped up in bubble wrap. You can't communicate. You can't entertain the idea of someone else's joy because you have no joy of your own in a room full of people. You know, I bet that if you were to ask my friends or people who know me well, they would say, that Don is the life of the party. Now, that might be true to them. But what I can tell you about me and for me, that's how I get all the noise out of my head. That's how I forget about how I feel about myself. It's all pretend. And I'll be damned if most of us depressed people shouldn't be nominated for Oscars every year. There are people who commit suicide every day and people in their lives say something like I had no idea where did this come from well unfortunately it's who we are like I said last episode we are broken, but we're fixable.
Do you truly feel that way about yourself? Do you truly believe that your life is worth living? Because I can tell you, and this is what the topic of this conversation is all about, I believe every one of you has a life worth living. With one caveat. Mine isn't. You can hear the words a million times. You can hear it from someone you've never met. And you can hear it from the closest person you have in your life. But it's like trying to describe blue to a blind man. That's a quote from lead singer of Sister Hazel that I talked to you about in the past. His name's Ken Block. Do you feel alone because people can't comprehend what it is that you're going through? Well, right now, what I want you to do is I want you to listen. I'm here. I'm talking to you because no one talked to me. I value you. I hear you. And I'm saying this for all the people in your life who just don't understand. I understand. There are other people right now listening to this podcast who get it. Who absolutely 100% get it. We need to find a way, guys, to stop listening to that voice in the back of our head telling us something like, they'd be better off without you. You're just a burden. No one gets joy from you. You'll never be normal. All of that garbage that we say to ourselves... means a lot to us for some reason. Someone said to me once, emotions, although undeniable, are mostly unreliable. It's what it is, guys. It's emotion. We are a people filled with with emotion. We are a people 
who take things to heart. And what we do is we live long lives of telling ourselves, you're a piece of crap. That we start to believe it. I'm not saying we haven't had people do things to us in our lives to egg those feelings on. But when it boils down to it, we are the only ones that matter. I'm not saying that our families aren't important. I'm not saying that our wives and our parents and our grandparents and our cousins and our friends and our brothers and sisters aren't important. But what I'm saying is, is those people will never, ever be able to get through until we get through to ourselves. How do we do that? I don't have the answers. But what I can tell you is, is that we need to start taking responsibility for who we have become so that we can change and become who we want to be. Gary John Bishop, I've talked to you about him a few times. Get his book. His first book is called Unfuck Yourself. He gets through to you. He gets through to people like us. Because what we like to do to make ourselves feel better about the situation we're in is make excuses. And it's time to stop making excuses. It's time to stop. You can blame anyone you want. You can blame anyone that you want. But ultimately, the responsibility lies with you. That's just a fact. And until you can deal with you, you're wasting your time. <laughs> That's pretty powerful, isn't it? I'm not saying we haven't been through things. I'm not saying some of us haven't been through catastrophic things. Whether it be molestation, whether it's the death of a parent or a spouse, whether it's divorce, whether it's the death of a child, whether it's rejection, from people you thought were your friends. We all have something. And what I can tell you is, is that what most of us may consider small things, the person going through that thinks it's as big as anything else. But we have to take the power back. We have to take power back. And man, buzzwords, I know. But we have to take the power back from the things that we've given all the power to, all the negative things that we've given the power to.
all the negative people we've given the power to. We got to take it back. Sometimes it's very, very hard to start new. Sometimes it's very hard to maybe erase someone from your life you know is going to be a problem. Just like a drug. It's hard. But that's how we do it. You want me to get specific? Yeah, I'm the wrong guy. Because you know why? Because everyone has their own reasonings for things. Spent a lot of my life trying to lose weight. Grew up an athlete, was in decent shape, but always was always heavy. And at some point, we have to take personal responsibility and say things like, no more bologna sandwiches, no more ice cream, cut the pop or soda, depending on where you're at. Those are tough things to do. But that's what we have to do. We have to say, unfortunately, I cannot get myself together with you in my life, whether that be a person or an object or a drug. I can't be who I want to be because, partly because you are in my life. My mantra for years and I've been married for almost 28 years. You can ask my wife. My mantra has been that I don't want to make excuses. I'm not going to make excuses. And that in itself is one step one step towards becoming who I want to be. Because you know what? I say, look, I know I had a crappy childhood. I know I had a lot of bad things happen to me growing up. But that ain't a good enough reason to be who I'm being. Do you have something like that in your life? Don't lie, because you're only lying to one person. That's you. That's why we're here right now. It's time to recognize the things that we've done, had, been, seen in our lives, and deal with it so that we can move on to where we want to be. I'm sure... Most of you, if not all of you, know who Mr. Rogers was, Fred Rogers. But he said this, There is no person in this whole wide world who is a mistake, no matter how different that person may seem. You're not a mistake. I'm not a mistake. 
That's hard to say. But deep down inside, in my soul, I know that's true. And deep down in your soul, you know that's true. We may want to take the pain away in one way or another. But we're not a mistake. Do you have a system around you that is conducive to becoming who you want to be? Some of us do. Some of us don't. To those of you who don't, may that be your first step. Find someone. Find something. Find, if you're religious, find a church. I know it's hard to step out onto that limb and make yourself vulnerable. But it's a step. Email me. I've told you guys, I will be here for you. Accountability, that's what I'm here for. And I hate to say it, but I'm using you too. Using you for accountability. Because it's what I need. If it's what you need, I'm here. This community isn't big enough for me to not have the time or the energy, or whatever, I will be here for you. You know, a lot of people who don't deal with depression, who suffer with depression, I'll say, they don't realize how much strength it takes to keep grinding and dig ourselves out of this hole. If you've already done that, and you're listening to this podcast, to be a soft place for someone to land. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart. If you've pulled yourself from the depths of despair and you're looking to help someone else, I'm proud of you. I'm trying to get there myself. I need you. I need you. I, uh, gonna end this podcast today with a saying, a quote from Clive Barker. I think I've told you guys I'm a big horror movie fanatic. Clive Barker was a writer. He wrote books. He wrote scripts. But he said something that gave me insight into who Clive Barker has been and is. 
He said, any fool can be happy. It takes a man with a real heart to make beauty out of the stuff that makes us weep. Can you help someone find beauty? Can you be that person, and maybe they be your person in return, who can help yourselves find beauty in each other? I'm not talking about opposite sex, love, sexuality. I'm talking about human to human contact. Can you help someone find their inner beauty? Can you be the catalyst for someone to find the value that they have in their lives? In today's day and age, I think that's what we as a people need. That's what we need. Because what's happened is, I don't know, 25 years ago, 30 years ago now, the internet came along which was a great thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm pro-internet. But we were able to, at that time, connect. Connect with people that maybe we hadn't seen in years. Connect with people that we didn't necessarily have the same political values as, or sexuality values. And we could connect with those people and realize that the world is made up of a lot of different attitudes and struggles but what's happened since then the internet has become a place of vitriol where if I said I love the color blue someone would say in return the color blue is garbage red's way And I didn't mean to use red and blue in a political sense, but since we're talking about it. The political hatred in this country is out of control. It's out of control, friends. Let us stop doing that. Let us stop finding the bad in each other and start looking for the good. I hope you have a wonderful week. I will be in Sandusky, Ohio at the wonderful Cedar Point Amusement Park this weekend. And then I'm flying to Florida with my wife to see her mother we haven't seen in quite some time. It was supposed to... <laughs> It was supposed to be our 25th anniversary trip, but it's been canceled a few times due to COVID and so on and so forth. But we're, we decided to do something different. We just we were going to go to Vegas and have a good time, but we're gonna we're gonna hang out together, go spend some time with her family, and maybe make a difference in someone else's life at some point. Hopefully. 
I love you all. Thank you for listening. Please, send an email to me. Let me know what's going on in your life. Let me know what I can do, what kind of topic we can say. And, and this is a community. That's how I see this. The email address is G-O-S-T dot G-R- I'm sorry, that is absolutely not true. It's G-R-I-N-D-I-N-G dot G-O-S-T at gmail.com. That's G-R-I-N-D-I-N dot G-O-S-T at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you guys soon. Take care. Make a difference. Peace.